Forgotten Liam versus Evil. So, I, I did actually. I see this on the on the Facebook group. I joined a group, uh, a group, a closed group, about the Storm Area Fifty One. Now, hopefully. Now, this group is quite big, all right? This group has currently got um, 154,000 members on it, all right? Now, hopefully none of them listen to the podcast because I will probably get... I'm probably considered a spy for speaking uh, loudly about what goes on in this group, but I genuinely believe a bunch, at least a percentage of this 154,000 people are planning on storming Area 51 on the 20th of September 2019. And by storming it, I mean they're all going to turn up at once and try and jump the fences and run in through the gates and free the aliens. And I swear to God, about 10% of them genuinely are talking as if they're going to go and fuck the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is, honestly, it's bonkers. You've, this group, right, so there's, there's a lot of crap in it. There's a lot of daft posts. posts. Then every now and again, you get somebody who I think might be serious. Like, this guy said, we must sort ourselves out. Here are some uh, uh, day jobs people need to have. Close-range soldiers, snipers, spies, doctors, chefs, drivers, pilots. And you're like, are you actually trying to get a, like an, an army together to do this? Because it won't happen. You will all get shot. You will all disappear. The US government will just make you disappear. <laughs> it's all of those occupations are people that in no way shape or form are ever going to log out of Facebook and join a Raid Area 51 group <laughs> yeah I know I know. smart people will not be there yeah. all you're getting turning up are the unemployed and children children who uh, live yeah. close by do you know what I'm actually looking forward to seeing if they, if they actually make a go of it though they'll because, all get shot well they're all t- so that's the thing okay so I was thinking how how can how could the US government make like say 50,000 people turn up how could you make 50,000 people disappear I was thinking because they're all going to be Facebook live streaming it and then I thought well, well what if they put like a signal blocker out so that nobody near Area 51 can actually live stream it so nobody can actually see what's going on at the time and that's probably what they will do however this is like a month two months pre-planning we know that there's this, a whole lot of people are, are saying they're going to do this so if all these people who have been saying it have been active saying this stuff on their Facebooks and their Twitters all just disappear on the twentieth of September. I but they don't need to dis- they don't need to disappear. It's a military facility. They tell you it's a military facility. They tell you don't come anywhere near. If you come near, you're at risk of being shot. So the US government could easily shoot everybody there because there's ample warning. And it's, and that would be enough just to be like, that's you're that's right. it. It's military. It's military secrets. We told you not to come near. We told you if you did, you're going to get shot in the face. And he's turned up, he's jumped the gate, you get shot in the face. That's why you should read signs. They genuinely believe the kind of statement, they can't stop us all. The, have you watched the documentary on Bob Lazar? I've started the, watching it, yeah, yeah. I watched about 30 minutes of it so far, I'm, I'm quite finished. Yeah. Uh, we watched it last night and it's actually quite good. But he's since came out, since this Facebook thing, and said that it, like I do not recommend that at all. The last person that tried to get an Area 51 got shot. He's all, all got hurt. This is stupid. And if you actually think they've got anything there, like they moved it years ago when like he first came out and said eh, what they had in there with spaceships and stuff, he's like, they've long moved it all. There's no way it's going to still be there. That's what they want you to think. However, 
he's also a misinformation artist because why would they let him live saying all the secrets for Area 51? They wouldn't. But exactly why you think they'll let all these Facebook uh, psychopaths live because they're now in the they're in the media spotlight. So if anything happens to them, people will then ask questions. So he came out and in the media to go, listen, this is what I seen in there, and I'm not going to lie, but this this is my story. But I'm using this as insurance, so it means that if they try and get rid of me for revealing this, then I'm on camera saying that this is what they have in there. And it would just then, like, boost his story. You would believe it more because, oh, fuck, he got shot in the face. So he, he definitely did see something. Yeah, I think they'd be more clever than that, though. Mm. It's the US government we're talking about. Exactly. They're probably listening to us right now. Probably. Buy a t-shirt. <laughs> Whoever's listening. Uh, would you, if you stayed anywhere near Nevada... Would you go along and just see what happened? Yeah, you know, I'd be like the 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 happy woman from Mars Attacks that sits up on the ridge <laughs> and watches it all happen. That's where I'd be. She still then ends up dying though. Do you still yeah, well, yeah, well, not a real, <laughs> not a lot of people make it out of Mars Attacks alive. And that's exactly what's going to happen to this Facebook group. And to us, I don't <laughs> think that's a bad thing. Because if you are genuinely believing that you're going to go in and fuck or save aliens, do you know what? See if you're going in there just to get your dick wet and try to shag an alien. I respect that more and I hope you don't die. But if you think you're going in there to like uh, release them and give them their freedom, then you're an idiot and you deserve to get shot in the face. Can you imagine, right? If some like anomalies, some real chance happening that the whole government inside Area 51 think these fucking idiots are not going to go through with this and then all the 50,000 or more think fuck it let's actually do it and they manage to burst through the gates get inside the, inside the facility somehow and they're running about the offices like the scientists who are just like doing their trying to do experiments and they're just causing chaos and you know looking <laughs> to fuck some aliens how bonkers would that be that would be a Friday night I tell you to tell doing the, work, doing the pub telling your pals if you ever get it yeah, I'm kidding. Those scientists never get it to go <laughs> quite the pub. <laughs> Those scientists are locked in there for good. Uh, so, welcome to Scotland vs. Evil, episode 102. I'm Liam. And I am Scott. And it's your pick this it's week. It's my pick, yeah. I kind of went off, off piste for my, t- my typical Scott picks and kind of probably went down a, a Liam route, uh, to be honest with you. Um, I wanted something... I was... I, I, it felt as if it had been a long time since I watched something bonkers that made no sense that just came from an era that I was too young to remember the first time around. Right. Wait, 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 wait. We did Bloodbeat like three weeks ago or four weeks ago. Yeah, I know, but do you, I, but do you know how long <laughs> it takes me, how quickly I think that something happened forever ago? <laughs> True. <laughs> do you want me to tell them what I picked? Ah, preferably, eh? Oh, yes, okay. Uh, so <laughs> I picked from, it's currently on Amazon Prime in the UK, Slumber Party Massacre. From 1982, directed by Amy Holden Jones. Uh, do you know all of the Slumber Party Massacre movies Wait, are all directed by women? Just got to say, that really then changes the entire point of view that I was looking at this, and my notes are all. Kind of, my notes still stand true because I was discussing the movie, but they were definitely all 
put from the point of creepy fat old men making this movie. <laughs> so you tell me it's a bird. You tell me Alassie directed this movie. Yep. And Alassie directed the second and Alassie directed the third. Well, it's kind of put me at the point where that's obviously great that a woman directed these movies. However, it's it's like even even women getting the top jobs back then still were under the guise of thinking that the behaviour and examples set in these movies were, were good. Are you sense? talking about all the tits? <laughs> all the tits. <laughs> it's all right. I've got a full-on tit count every time we see a nipple. Fucking, it's instant tits, this movie. Like, I think it was five seconds. Uh, it was actually two minutes and 14 <laughs> seconds. That was your first pair of tits. So the synopsis for the Slumber Party Massacre, if you can't just guess... As a high school student, slumber party turns terrifying as an escaped mental patient with a drill decides to crash the evening. Uh, so we'll play the trailer. I can imagine the trailer is fucking glorious for is this. It's just like audio tits. <laughs> just, it's just tit, 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 tit. And it just gets faster and faster and faster until slumber party massacre comes up at the end. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, so we'll play the trailer just now and then we'll get straight into this absolute tit fest. The basketball team is planning a party. A slumber party to bare their souls. All the girls are coming. Except Mary and Linda. And they won't be missed. The party begins at 8 o'clock. It's a slumber party for old time's sake. Love it too. You think I'm getting better? <laughs> but be on the lookout for an uninvited guest. Please, please. <laughs> when the pizza arrives, things really start jumping. <laughs> Some people may have to leave early, but others will hang around. Hang around. You're underage. Negative. Let's go. You're not gonna eat the dead guy's pizza. I feel better already. Really, I do. But for those who stay, there'll be plenty of surprises. <laughs> and non-stop action. <laughs> sure no one's getting any sleep the night of the slumber party massacre close your eyes for a second and sleep forever so scott slumber party massacre which is a million percent olympic and i am delighted that you chose it and i think this is the first choice of yours in a long time that i've been excited for <laughs> happy for and there's no Currently, there's no animosity or anger directed towards you for your pick. Is this, was this a first watch for you? You'd seen it before? I'd, I've seen it a long, long time ago. I think we, one of the older boys, I hired it from Global Video in Airdrie. And I remember watching it. 
but we knew the impact of it. I was like, right, I remember nothing from this film. Thinking it was going to be one I'm going to put on and go, shit, I've actually never seen that. I've went my whole life thinking I've seen something with Patty Masker, but I've not. And I started watching it, and the tits came up, and the shower scene happened, and I was like, oh, I have definitely seen this. Young Liam has seen this because he did not know what was going on. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I I had never seen it before. I'd heard of it. I've heard of the um, the sequel as well, but at the, the, the time when I was like video store uh, age, it was this ones like that's just kind of passed me by. It's kind of like Sleepaway Camp. It's it's well known once I found out mm-hmm. about it, but I had managed to like escape my radar completely but um, yeah so I was quite happy so that's why I picked it because it was like one of those ones because I had I had heard about it by the time I'd picked it so I thought I need to you know watch it get it out of the way uh, and I thought this was the perfect example perfect time to uh, to do that and uh, so for this let's just burst straight into it the first person credited in this movie is Michael Michaels what a name eh I think it's actually <laughs> Michelle yeah. Michaels but it, it looks like Michael Michaels I suppose it's an easy an easy name to eh? Remember, if you're maybe <laughs> quite forgetful and yeah. it's your first win. So we open up with some sinister music, but just showing like a regular North Californian suburb during the day. Uh, and then it cuts to who I, who I assume is uh, Michael Michaels, but she's a, uh, what's her name in the movie? Uh, Valerie. 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 She's, wake, she's waking up to go to school and she gets up and just strips off her nighty and uh, instant boobs. But let me get this straight. She's not going to shower upon rising. She's just going to put clays on and go straight to school. That's quite clatty. When you've got boobs, you don't... As well, when you had boobs in the 80s, you didn't actually need to wash because nobody cared. <laughs> it, was just the boob, it was just the boobs they thought about, not the smell. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that uh, Valerie's mum and dad are leaving for the weekend and uh, the neighbour, Mr. Conted, I think his name is, Conted. Mr. Cunted. Uh, it's like contant. Right. It's, uh, like, it's like a word that is not an actual word. Yeah, I'm sure it's called cunthead. So Mr. <laughs> cunthead is uh, next door and he is a fucking grady creep, man. <laughs> I did say that that lassie's well getting sexually assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> is that, it's okay, uh, neighbour will look after you. I'll make sure the girls don't get into <laughs> any trouble. <laughs> How will you do that? Let me guess. Is it with your cup. penis? <laughs> So then we get to school, and then the two friends, the two guy friends who are like a part of the group that we meet later on, there, perving uh, over the telephone lady. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the, I mean, like the ages of these kids are ridiculous. They're all like twenty eight, but they're playing like eighteen year olds, which is is nonsense. So these two guys, man, total like beards, like total growth <laughs> underneath, like try to cover it with makeup, perv over this lassie, who they totally like just catcaller right in the middle of the street and try to chat her up and she laughs as if she loves it that's 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 your first kind of red flag of this is not a current movie um and uh, your first red flag why the director thought that that woman should accept the advantages of those high school kids yeah it was also written by a woman like all the scripts and stuff so it it is an actual kind of horrible yeah uh, illustration of how women felt about themselves in the 80s or yeah. how they were made to feel about themselves yeah in the they 80s. thought that was normal and proper yeah uh, so yeah so then she gets dragged into the van and killed in broad daylight a la scream 2 yeah kind of like. yeah it's like that yep 
so then we cut to the worst game of basketball ever recorded. Like <laughs> the Jay. longest game of basketball <laughs> ever recorded. Yeah, because it's it didn't it doesn't do anything for the story. It's literally way way too long and this movie only runs at 75 minutes so I mean that's clearly why they had to try to stretch it out a bit 16 minutes of it is a average basketball game average, uh, average at best uh, so, but then that cues in for the teacher to say right girls hit the showers and we get to see, see them in the showers that's why during the basketball scene you knew it was going too long but you also knew that you were about to see 18 pairs of tits because <laughs> you just knew that was coming and then, but there's you're a bit. In the showers. There's, yeah, there's a bit, and so they're in the showers, and then the first thing you hear is like an overdubbed like chat. I think your tits are getting bigger, and then like six <laughs> voices go, "Mine? <laughs> what?" <laughs> and then you get hit with an ass shot. Yeah, but and the then <laughs> it's, it zooms down, it tracks down to the ass, and then back up, and then across to the next girl, and then I, I, I don't know if it went down twice or not, but oh, sorry, I've, I've, I've written all out. It's ass shot. <laughs> Two, boom, which means ass, ass, then tits, and then down to the ass, which then lingered like a wee while on the ass. It came back up, other tits, maybe about five seconds, you know, tits, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Then suddenly, tits, tits, <laughs> two pairs on the screen, and then an underwater, uh, an underwear shot as they all start getting changed, and you're like, oh my god, like they're literally just going to show us everything. Bit, it's right, so up my note here is more boobs, high school boobs. This feels really weird and creepy watching this scene. You know, but at, it, at 34 years old, I'm like... Argh. I mean, you're probably the same age as all the actors that were in this. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's, that's only saving grace. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, it's quite it's quite impressive how... Like, it wears its heart on its sleeve. It's Summer Party Massacre. You don't need to think, oh, I might see a pair of tits. We're just going to tell you from the get-go that this movie is going to be just filled with them. And I yeah. like that. It's not trying to hide it. Yeah. No, there's, they're, no they're not hiding the, the tits at all. There's 13 tits shown on screen throughout this whole film. Like, you can almost imagine that um, the, the women's came to the, the studio uh, pitch meeting and said, here, I've got this movie, um, like, Massacre, Mental Patient Massacre or something she calls it. And they say, hmm, there's not a lot of, uh, there's no tits here. We want to see it from a, a point of view that will sell. And then she has to go and rewrite about 10 scenes from the point of a horny teenage boy so she just sticks in tits <laughs> everywhere so many six pairs and one singular tit <laughs> which I thought was a bit of a copy yeah, wait, the, 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 is that the singular tit later on yeah it's one that's just getting rubbed and it's like <laughs> oh come on you, you've committed to it in the shower scene so just go for it it's the 80s it's allowed obviously now it's terrible and it shouldn't harm yeah, but, you can only you can only show tits if you show pecs or Flaccid penis? I don't know what the equivalent is. Uh, like the equivalent of a, the women equivalent of a flaccid penis? No, if you're going to show tits, you need to show the male equivalent. Uh, well, to be honest, the way I'm going right now, tits. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so the, the gang walk out of school and... Uh, the telephone lady that was getting killed earlier on her body is now in the dumpster like we're seeing it from an aerial view so we can see in the dumpster as they're walking past they can't see in it but the dead body is plainly in that dumpster it's still broad daylight he's going to have to have drag, dragged her body out in full view and you're telling me that nobody saw that I didn't I thought, thought it was in the back of his pickup truck no because they stole the, they stole her van and dressed up as her 
Ah, but then later on when like he's, he's still carrying the bodies about with him. I honestly thought it was in the back of his pickup truck. Where the hell did he get that? You know, he got a different car. Where I even know the bodies in the back. Ah, but he's probably just transferring the bodies from one vehicle to another. And nobody sees him do it. Maybe they're all really oblivious. If you see a guy walking down the street wearing denim on denim, you usually play it quite oblivious because you're like, that guy's off his fucking head. <laughs> it's, it's usually me that's wearing denim on denim. <laughs> In fact, I think it was one day I was a uh, triple denim. Was it? <laughs> I was that not for your costume as Jean Claude Van Damme, or did you do that in real life as well? No, I done it in real life. Aye. That is frightening. <laughs> right, so uh, one of the girls says that she forgets she forgot something in the school. She goes back in to get it, and this is when the killer somehow manages to get from the van into the school without being seen with his big drill. <laughs> and he and he hits her on the arm with his drill, and I don't think it would injure her the way that it, they suggest that it injures her. Yeah. I think you need to be going straight and steady, not plunge down like a knife. But then I've never really tried it, so who knows? Well, if it was rotating fast enough and you went down, it probably would still cut. Cut, yeah. The mm. thing with that scene that I, I was kind of upset with is that the, the drill worked. It wasn't plugged into anything. Yeah, I know. Is it like a <laughs> petrol drill? I don't. I couldn't really figure that out. Because there's no way a drill that size and that power is just battery operated because you would have to change battery every like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Every, every four pairs of tits, you'd have to change battery. <laughs> Well, it, it does take him a long time before he's actually back on screen again, so maybe that's what he's doing, changing the battery in the drill. Do you think it's weird that they show you his face that quickly? Because he looks so fucking gormless. See, if they, they hid his face out of the full movie, you'd get a wee bit of a kind of Italian giallo feel, and it would be quite, oh, who is it that's going to kill all the naked ladies? Oh, whereas this just, it's like, here, bang, yeah. denim and denim guy. Look at him, he looks kind of like a, a weird tanned Paul Simon and you're like oh, I'm not quite scared anymore <laughs> it, it does actually alright <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're watching some of the girls walk home we're watching one girl walk home I forget her name but uh, she's the kind of what would be described as the not my words but in terms of tropes the slutty one she's got the boyfriend yeah. that she's wanting to sneak off to bang him later on so she's walking and uh, somebody puts their hand on her shoulder pew judo flip it's like jeez oh man so badly choreographed I'm like obviously leading us to understand why she'll eventually flip the killer but no that, it just it's never explored again at all why she's judo flipping her boyfriend a bit like not at all that's that's probably with the the director and writer like they let their actual proper true strong female side show where right I know that we're going to have to add tits and stuff to this to get it filmed but why don't we just make her a bit of a badass Nobody will question it. They're like, let's make her be able to fucking judo throw guys. And it happens. More power to the women. Yeah. <laughs> they always they should have as much power as they can handle. Which is the same <laughs> which is the same amount of power as a man can handle or more, even I don't know. Everybody's different. <laughs> keep digging, keep digging. <laughs> so you'll nearly about <laughs> So uh in one of the houses, uh there is the sound of a clock bonging. And it's so satisfying because it's like an old recording. It sounds all warped and stuff, and I just I really like it. I think it I like how it sounds. So in a movie that is absolutely laden with tits, the thing that got gave you a wee bit of a chubby was the sound of a clock. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. So she thinks there's somebody in the house. So he, uh, this is Valerie. I think no, this is oh, fuck knows what house it is, but she thinks there's somebody in the house. Um, and she goes to search run about the place, and there's she sees that the the neighbour has came in. He's just walked into the house 
And uh, then the, the friends come in the front door and she's like, no, no, be quiet, be quiet. And they pull out weed, they brought weed over. And they're like, like, uh, he's like, oh no, because then he walked in, think, oh fuck, he's caught us. And he says, oh, don't worry, girls, I won't tell. Something along those lines. I'm like, what a fucking creep that neighbour is, man. He totally wants a high school slumber party massacre <laughs> on his dick. <laughs> The exit says to them, I won't tell as long as you don't tell your parents that I gave you a fright. Yeah. As in, smoke the weed, but did not tell your parents that I was creeping about your house when you were in a loan. No bother, Mr. Neighbour. Bye. <laughs> oh, man, it's so weird. The uh, 80s were such a simpler and wonderful time. <laughs> oh, God. Aye. So we, you get to see it on the street and the TV truck that's on the street. So he has taken the TV truck, it's on the street. Uh, so obviously the killer's there now. He's followed him to their house for something. I don't know why he picked him, but he did. But did you notice the Ted Bundy car was in front of that? Uh, yellow Beetle. Yeah, I did not notice. Yeah, that. it was parked in front of the, the uh, thingy on the truck or uh, on the street. But I thought, is that had that happened yet? But yes, it, it would have had happened at this point. I think it was a wee reference. Or just, it's just I think absolute it, it could have been. But then there's also like ideas that it could have been referenced to The Shining as well because of the whole um, Red Beetle, Yellow Beetle. Uh, Kubrick's versus King's version kind of thing. Uh, I can honestly say that not knowing the people that made this film, I'm 99% sure the Slumber Party <laughs> Massacre folk didn't put in a reference <laughs> to The Shining. <laughs> so, just Ted Bundy then. Um, so, this is when you get the scene right, and this is obviously, I'm not American, neither are you, so I'm not aware of this, however, we did kind of have. Um, uh, Cremola foam, but that's that's kind of slightly different. Kool Aid. Now I don't know if yeah. this is still the way it's made, but she opens up a. It's like powdered diluting juice. She's got a jug of water and she pours in this red powder that turns into Kool Aid, and then she backs it up with like a fucking ten ton of sugar. That uh, just that, looks so gross. Is it not like Cremola foam? That's what I'm Except saying. You add sugar as well, yeah. Oh, you don't add sugar to Cremola foam, did you? No, you don't. No, you don't add no. <laughs> <laughs> your teeth would literally fall out yeah. on the first drink uh, but yeah that is how it's made I've never actually tried Kool-Aid if it's powdered I don't want to try it but you like Cremola foam I didn't think I actually liked that either to be honest with you I'm just saying that that's, that's probably the only equivalent for this country that I could think of that we had because yeah. we just had normal diluting juice what was that yeah. other movie it was Bloodbeat when she made wanted the orange juice and she made him powdered orange juice yeah, so it must have been an 80s thing in America, powdered diluting juice. Fucking it just sounds quite dis- it sounds quite disgusting when you think about it. Yeah. I can imagine it just tastes so medicinal. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Gritty on your teeth. Yeah. Right, so um whatever house, I don't know, all these girls look the same to me. I don't know whose house is what. I think it may be Valerie's and she's doing something to a bed that's been made and there's two raggedy Annie dolls on the bed. They're the same doll that was the uh, the Annabelle doll is. I wonder if that was done on purpose or just because those were popular for the time. What do you mean done as in the people felt they made Annabelle? No, as in because... they put Raggedy Annie dolls on the bed because like this the the story of Annabelle was already public knowledge. Uh, I think you're giving the filmmakers the slumber party mask far them, too much credit. I give them more credit again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next note: more tits. Yep. Uh, 80s movies really gave you an unrealistic idea of what girls got up to when they were when they were alone, didn't they? <laughs> and this is really, like I've said, all made from a male fantasy point of view. Like they're for the sleepover, the first thing they do when they all get together is just strip off naked to put on their pajamas. Surely they all go individually to the toilet. 
what are you trying to say? That that's not what they do. I just don't think that that's what they do. I think it may be. Is it? But they say it's not. As in, women say it's not just because they're like, oh, you fucking idiot guys. But I think when they get together, they go, do you know what would actually be fun? Maybe if we do that, because it always looks fun in movies. <laughs> like maybe we should actually do it. Yeah, but is that not the same as like when if like a bunch of guys get together, they just all get their dicks out? I know, but the eighties film showed that guys get together and they start throwing like an American football about, which is exactly what we do when we get together. <laughs> yeah, we do. We that. can't play American <laughs> football. We can't even throw the fucking thing. But we're made to think that that's what, we, that's what we do because it looks fun in the movies. Maybe they're thinking, "Oh, naked pillow fights. That sounds well fun. Let's do it." Yeah, well, maybe. I so okay then. Maybe they do do that in real life then. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they then say at one point we need to get firewood. So the girl has to go through the garage or the garage to get the firewood, and uh, she's out there. She picks up one log, and then she sees a snail, <laughs> and then there's a guy standing with a cleaver, glimmering in the in the moonlight, and then next thing, <laughs> the snail gets whacked, and it turns out it's Mister Cunthead back again. <laughs> He's cleavering snails. Do you think that's the, do you think that's the best way? He says it actually says it's the best way to get them. Do you think a, a fucking cleaver, a meat cleaver, is the best way to hit snails? Is that or you could literally just sprinkle a wee bit of salt on them just, and they'll all shrivel up and die? Yeah, just pick them up. Yeah. I did I wrote that down saying you could also get them with salt rather than the sixty inch machete. Yeah, or any one of those logs that they're sitting on would be a better surface area to hit a snail. How come this film didn't get like banned? like Cannibal Holocaust because like you see the turtle dying and that you see a snail getting killed in this because that's not a fake snail yeah he he cleavers fuck out a snail he totally cleavers fuck out a snail save the snails man one the snails Um, somebody gets drilled through the throat here is it Cunthead uh, I think it is isn't yes, it yes yes I because then Cunthead gets added to the the, the boot. boot of the car. Yeah. So he gets kind of drilled through. And I don't think you actually see it. You just kind of see his body falling and the drill still kind of through his throat. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of good practical effects. It looks gory. I like that you might not have noticed it because it's really subtle and hidden, but the drill's meant to be like his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so many shots like through his legs or that he's coming in with it that you think, ah, I get this now. The guy's attacking him with his penis. It's, do you know so on the nose the, the movie the movie is literally just an entire big fucking huge euphemism for some for sex and naked bodies yeah <laughs> right so then is that why you went denim on denim because you thought that by doing that you would be able to attack summer parties full of women with your penis like this movie was that not what we all dream of <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um, right so then we cut back to those two perverts that are spying on the girls while they're sharing one beer um but do you know what I've, I noticed as well? The girls keep calling their evening a party. There's four of them in PJs. Still a party. I, I don't know if that's a party. Right, <laughs> right, here we go, right? This is not... So the, so the party's the... A bunch of girls, I forget their names. Valerie's actually across the street. She's in with her wee sister. She was, one of the girls wanted to invite Valerie to the party and then one of the other girls kind of gave reasons why not. Kind of almost bullying, but doesn't get to the point of like full-on bullying. She says, nah, she's... She's not part of the gang. I don't know her. I don't really fancy having to make small talk. And she overheard this, so Valerie's like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not going to come. I have to watch my wee sister. So that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. 
But as we get back into Valerie's house, we get this weird conversation with her wee sister about Lady Playboy. Because she's found either the wee sister's got her own Lady Playboy or she's still Valerie's Lady Playboy. And uh, Valerie comes into the, house, the end of the room and says, oh, you're a pervert. And then she reads out like like a reader's like a, like a, a reader's section where the guy's sent in pictures of themselves. And it's you get this weird picture of a guy bent over, but like not in a sexy pose in the slightest. Um... <laughs> And then, then she says to her wee sister, Are you were wanking boys off in the fifth grade. <laughs> and then the wee sister goes, Oh, what? Did you tell mum that? And the big sister says, Oh, I made it up. And then the wee sister goes, No, you didn't. So does that mean that she was wanking off boys? And fifth, fifth grade, is that like the fifth year you're in? So is that like primary five? Is that like ten years old? No, I think... This, um, no, I think it is. This movie makes me fucking very uncomfortable, by the way. No, I think fifth grade's older. I, if you think that. first grade is the same as primary one, so that's five. So second but do grade we not? No, do, I'm sure we start school uh, earlier than American kids. I don't know because they they got to like twelfth grade. Ten to eleven is fifth grade. Exactly, that's exactly what I just said to you. Ten years old. Yeah. Were you not fucking wanking off boys at uh, age ten, eleven? <laughs> I knew something. There was a story about um, somebody that I went to school with, a wee sister. Um, wanking off boys in the bike shed when she was in primary seven. So yeah, some people do it. I never met. Yeah, I, I don't think you're ten in primary seven though, you know. Like... You're like eleven, twelve in primary seven, but maybe they were yeah. maybe this person was primary five. That's, that's that's what makes this movie even weirder. I was an otter boy in like primary five, so I was definitely wanking boys off, off at ten. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wasn't getting wanked off because at ten that would have been really like unproductive. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was doing it I was doing the wanking with my wee slender hands. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> right, so we're in the party and they, all the lights go out and then they're like, oh, where's the fuse box? Oh, it's in the garage. Then you go back to the garage, okay? So they get there and they're like, hmm, none of the fuses are blown, but some are missing. And like, so why he's not getting scared of that? Why is that not scaring the fucking shit out of you? And like, oh, wait, no, it was the pervert boys that were, they'd done it as a prank. But there's so many false starts in this movie. Like, I'm just waiting for the actual killing to start. Aye. It feels as if there's a lot of kind of jump scares and false flags and, and misdirection. It's not really even misdirection. It's just like, really, again? Like somebody else is hiding in the woods? Like, how many people are hiding about these fucking houses? Well, if there's a house full of naked uh, cheerleaders, there's probably a lot of naked guys in the woods. Yeah. It's like this car park up at uh, Strathclyde Park, yeah. dogging car park. Yeah. The trees are just absolutely chock full of perverts. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so at this point, the slutty one, I'm not calling her slutty, she just, that's the character that she plays. She goes out to meet her boyfriend who she's got to come meet her in the car. And she's like, hello, gorgeous. I'm like, he looks like fucking Rocky Dennis. <laughs> Who's Rocky Dennis? <laughs> Google Rocky Dennis. <laughs> Do it just now? If you want, yeah. Or is Rocky Dennis the boy for a uh, face or yeah, mask? mask yeah. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> he does actually. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, this is the. I'm asking. It again. How, 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 do you, how is that name in the top of your head? <laughs> I don't know. I really, sometimes <laughs> I don't understand how my mind works. <laughs> I tell you, I've never ever used uh, the boy for mask's <laughs> full name <laughs> in a conversation. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can I can attest to that. I can claim that one. Right. 
Right, how old are these people in real life, do you think? Like, the wee sister has to be the same age as the big sister, surely, and they must both be about 26. And they're supposed to be, what, playing 18, and the sister's supposed to be, what, like, realistically 12? Because she's looking at porn, though, they probably, like, they really have to make sure she's over 21 yeah. or 18 before they before they film that. Yeah. And then, so we're, we're back down in the kitchen where uh, one of the pervert boys got a bash in the face at some point, so he's got to have a black eye, so they're putting hot dogs on it. Hot dogs and a black eye, and it's so such a penis euphemism, those beer hot dogs. <laughs> the movie's full of penis euphemisms. <laughs> so, the last thing goes back to the car. Uh, to meet Rocky Dennis and uh, she goes in and his head falls off like the, and that's a big head that's yeah. a big head to fall off <laughs> the killer has somehow managed to chop his head off and then balance it back on and get out the car without like shaking it enough to knock the head off like that must be hard <laughs> to balance a head on a body anyway what does she do run away no she screams stays in the cars and toots the horn and that's that one is not a euphemism <laughs> so um Driller guys inside the. I don't. I'm keep wanting to call him Driller Killer, but that's not because that's a different movie, so that's not the same. But like he is a killer with a drill. That's that's what he is. Uh, there's a lot of reviews and uh, like kind of plot summaries of the film that refer to him as the Driller Killer. So you could probably get away with it. Yeah. So this this all happens in the, in the thing. So she's screaming and tooting the horns, and then nobody's paying attention. The people in the house have not heard that at all. Across the street, Valerie's we pervert sister has thought she heard something and then they said oh no but it's quiet now so everything's okay and I'm like fuck what and she said I, he- I heard a lot of uh, shouting and horn tooting like, well why didn't you go to the window like 8 minutes ago when the horn tooting and the shouting was happening I as know. opposed to going oh fuck actually no, maybe I should check that out when it's obviously far too late yeah fucking children man <laughs> so they're all sitting at their party and the door goes oh yeah the pizza I forgot about that and uh, they go up and the two boys go um, we'll answer the door but they go up and then they start counting the money and they speak they don't answer the door they just shout through it what's the damage so, that it, so they don't see anything but the guy on the other side goes six so far <laughs> and they obviously <laughs> think it means it's six dollars for the pizza but it's obviously a reference to the fact that the killer's on the other side of the door and he's killed six bodies by this <laughs> point and I think can you count them the telephone lady, the girl in the school that gets killed at the first, who's actually one of their friends who they'd never actually mentioned has went missing. I've just realised that. Not once did they mention that she's not returned to the group. Eh, uh, true. Uh, so telephone lady, her, Mr. Cunthead, uh, uh, Rocky Dennis and his bird. And then the piece of the lovely man, I-6. I-6? Yeah, well done. So they did do something right in this movie. <laughs> So they open up, they open the door, and it's the pizza delivery boy standing. Oh, I'm there. sorry, I'm sorry. Thirteen nipples. They did. <laughs> 13, they did thirteen things right in this film. <laughs> so they open the door, and the pizza delivery boy is standing there with no eyes. Uh, it's done. It's done quite well. Yeah, I mean, he's he's obviously dead. So the thing is, though, when you're dead, you can't stand up. So who's holding him up? We have to believe that the killer was holding him up and then throws him in the door, kind of thing. Maybe Rigor Mortis had set in the quickest yeah, ever. Too quick. But I also want to know where his eyes are. Maybe they're on the pizza. Maybe that was a cut scene. Because that would actually be quite cool. They open the pizza up in the, the pizza boy's eyes. Yeah, because I'm sure they tried to go eat the pizza later on. Right, so he falls in and they, they drag him inside the house so they can shut the door. 
Um, because already at this point they are, yeah, I mean, I guess so. If you if you open the door and look, there was a guy standing with no eyes, a dead guy standing with no eyes at your door, you would you wouldn't think, oh shit, let's phone the police and just leave this crime scene. You'd say, fucking hell, I'm shutting this door. Yeah, so you would pull them in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now this is the time before social media, before the internet, before mobile phones. They just phoned the teacher, the gym teacher at the house. Yeah, but that's more just for guys' fantasies that the girls have a direct contact number for the hot gym teacher. So if the sleepover slumber party gets a wee bit out of hand, that's pretty cool. It means the teacher can get involved as well. The teacher, So the teacher can come and, you know, put some order yeah. back in. Show, them, show, them, show them how to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what uh, teen boys in the eighties want, yeah. and this movie delivers. Yeah. Um. So the yeah. So I th- in fact, I think they were already on the phone to the teacher. Yeah, because it's when they get up when the when the eyeless boy comes falling in the door. That's when they scream, and then they they end up hanging up on her. So they haven't even phoned her yet. Like that, they haven't. Uh, yeah. They, they, sorry, they're already on the phone to her. Um. So yeah, they scream, and uh, they hang up, and then they phone the police. And it's the most unenthusiastic phone call you've ever heard. Slightly like, there's been a murder. We're all alone. Please send the police. I'm like, you're not fucking alone. There's fucking fiveies. That's not alone. That's a full house. There's a party a minute ago. It's been a party all night and now you're all alone. <laughs> anyway, the two boys, decide, the two pervert boys decide that they're going to split up and run and try and get, you know, like, uh, find somebody. Like, one of the boys ideas oh we, we should just we should just make a run for it valerie's house is next is across the street and i'm like right and what like that across the street then you'll just be the exact same position in fact you'll be in an emptier house across the street like why is that going to help if you are too fucking stupid and young to deal with this situation then how the hell is she going to be able to do it her and her 12 year old sister because they're fapping over ladyboy uh. anyway. i don't i don't think she's fapping over ladyboys no ladyboys uh lady playboy <laughs> um, so I, no, the, they, they run over to her house and he's chatting through, and her telly is so fucking loud she cannot hear him banging on the door I know she's, she's only sitting through like a single glazed door to the conservatory so he must be knocking really quietly he is, but I like how those boys one of them his decision right away rather than right let's run out together and if a guy comes there's two ways and we can take him on one guy's like we'll just go separately because then if he gets one is at least all one will make it. Yeah. So I fucking cheerful. Yeah. <laughs> you sacrificed yourself already when there is no need to sacrifice yourself at this point. Yeah, I know. And then they get into the father's house and <laughs> But the the two boys they, they get murdered, it's actually they're actually kind of brutal for the time. Um I can't remember how hot dog eyes gets killed, but the one who runs is banging on the door gets like knocked to the ground and stabbed like 10, 20 times yeah. in the stomach. It's all like kind of point of view of like not getting to see it. It's all off screen, but it's still, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, stab, stabbing this always get me. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. Like even if you don't see the knife going through, you just see them thrusting and like the kind of impact on the the victim's face. It still fucking chills me. I don't, I don't know why. I or I don't know what it is about stabbing this, but yeah, yeah. I actually quite like that. Yeah. Um, so then he comes, now the killer comes to the door and I, I can't remember why they opened the door, but one of the girls who hasn't really said a lot, but has got the most revealing negligee on, 
Um, she's been mm-hmm. jumping about very well. She runs to the door, and he swings the drill like a blade, and he just slices her throat at the door. Uh, not to mention the fact that there's a crap death for her. She just like bush dead. That's it. Game over. Yeah. Like that's it. But she didn't get a like she's running about the kind of bust their chest. Yeah. But at no point does she get them out. Yeah. And I know. Maybe that's maybe the cameraman's just thought right. Fuck it. Your death's gonna be quick. <laughs> because you you refuse to take yourself off. Bear in mind it's the eighties. They they're all they're not allowed, but they think they're allowed to do that. <laughs> um. So now there's a thunderstorm, and when I say thunderstorm, I mean it's just thunder. There's no rain. It's just I think there's only in fact I think there's only just one clap of thunder as well. Yeah. Oh no, there's, uh, there's a flashy lightning a wee bit later on. Oh man. My next note here is. <laughs> Why, why is this? What is this guy's motivation, and why does he just leave all the bodies in his arse? But I guess he, he didn't do that with all the bodies because he's been putting them in the boot at one point. And he's been like, carrying them about like he's collecting them, which would be quite a cool storyline if you went down that way, rather than just to have no explanation. He's. I mean, also, where did he even get the fucking drill from, and why is it his favourite? Uh, well, because it's like technology that uh, humans have never ever made. Because how is it powered? So maybe he really likes that drill bit because it's like a fucking nuclear drill. It's it, it must be because they do they do reference um, cable issues because she picks up like a circular saw down in the basement and she's running up the stairs with it and you can and it just shows you back and forth. It just shows you the cable getting like less and less and tighter and tighter as eventually it just pulls her back down the stairs, which again was totally spoofed in Murder Party. It probably spoofed loads of other places as well, but it specifically made me think he Murder yeah. Party. Yeah. Why would a still saw like that actually need a long cable? When are you ever still sawing something like far away? I know. It's so strange. I bet the the killer must be quite prolific, as in the guy that plays him, because the IMDb trivia thing is just full of things that he done for the character, as if he's maybe had an interview somewhere, and somebody's just went and transcribed it. Where it's, it's like Michael Valella based his physical body movements uh, on a peacock. And I was watching it and I was like, what? At no point does he move about like a peacock. And, it's, and he read the book Helter Skelter in order to research uh, for the role. Like, again, what? It's just these mad facts about the actor. Uh, I've got a funny feeling he's maybe still doing the circuit and he thinks this is like a, a major role of his career. Do you think so? Do you think the gormless uh, face was not an act? <laughs> yeah, just I think it is. <laughs> yeah, it might actually be. The, the if, you, if you find him in Twitter, don't send them this. Yeah, check, they, check him out just in case. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they managed to kind of attack him. Um. I think the teachers here now. I don't know if she gets killed or not, but she hits him with a poker, and it's just like a clearly rubber poker that she's hitting him with. The teacher gets the drill across her stomach, I'm sure. Oh, like yeah. first comes out of the house. Yeah. Um, one of the girls comes out with a knife and starts stabbing him. But she stabs him once, then she gets dragged away. I'm like, why? This is so frustrating. Just keep stabbing him. <laughs> keep fucking stabbing him. I don't think it's that easy, though, when it actually comes to stabbing someone. Well, I think if it was life or death, I think it would be that easy. <laughs> the um, They chop his hand off. Yeah. It was, again, done quite well. Yeah, that was quite good. And then they chop his belly open and chuck yep. him in the pool. And then here comes the wee sister. I totally thought they were going to laze off when they got together. <laughs> what, the sisters? Yeah. 
That's a weird 80s teen fantasy. It's just like, obviously they're not real sisters, but... But that if was, they were. That was the vibe. No, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't saying that I wanted that to happen. I'm just saying that was the vibe I was getting from the other <laughs> porn chat earlier on. It would probably be an excellent way to end some of that just a uh, 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 incestuous lesbian scene. Like, but the, the, birds, the, the lasses are so, so annoying because they have this at the end, so he climbs out the pool and then he has this weird kind of run, dive, jump onto this machete. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre. But he gets he gets run right through with the blade so it's comes right out the back of him and they all start screaming when he gets stabbed and then they all start <laughs> greeting. I'm like, for fuck's sake, man, they really made birds absolute shite back then, didn't they? Nah. <laughs> and then that's it. That's all 76 minutes of Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> so what did you what did you think of it overall? Well, th- <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, there was a lot of false flags all the way through. There was terrible acting and a killer with no story whatsoever other than escaped mental patient boring um it was gory but not overly good gory there was a lot of off-screen violence there was some good fun practical effects and there's some good fun effects and stuff in there as well and they had good kills too but overall uh not practical in real life in terms of these weapon and what else it was a fun time though and it only 75 minutes long it's not taxing at all i hear the sequel is incredibly 10 times better than that one maybe that'll be a future pick but for now it was three naked sleepovers out of five yeah, I after watching this because uh, Slumber Party Massacre Two is also on Amazon. I watched Slumber Party Massacre Two, <laughs> and it is it's weird to call it like a rock musical, <laughs> but it is. The whole thing feels like a an eighties music video where they're obviously terribly uh, lip syncing to music. And the music's so fucking loud, and there's just constant bits where the driller killer is okay, he's clad in leather, and he's got this big giant guitar that has maybe eight frets, and then the rest of it is a drill bit. So it's a guitar drill, and he just keeps appearing in her dreams and singing songs, and then he's in then real life for some reason. Right. There's not explained at all. But like at the end of it, I went, right, I don't know if I enjoyed that more because it's just batshit or if it's actually a terrible film. It gets a better rating than the original. It's This, the original, was originally a parody of slasher films, but the studio took it and then just tried to make it more serious because obviously slasher films were becoming a bit more of a thing. So they tried to like make it more serious, but the script in that was originally a parody. That's how there is comedy through it. Right. And I think the second one, the it's still a comedy horror, but it's way more comedic. There's no there's no bits that might be scary. There's some gore, but there's no bits where the original Slumber Party Massacre. There's a few tense scenes that you think, if you're that way inclined, oh maybe he's going to come round that corner, and oh maybe he's going to get them. Yeah. So I think it came in from. Comedy, try to be serious, to more comedy, to Summer Party Massacre 3, which I've not seen, but the front cover makes it look like it's just porn. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need know, to try and find it. That is, yep. <laughs> uh, I know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going back. I don't really remember anything from it. Uh, it's 80s. It's the 80s in a nutshell. 
and I enjoyed it. I gave it a three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the acting was that bad, and the practical effects I thought were quite decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't really have, apart from the obvious issues that women don't just run around naked, yeah. women aren't weak like that. Apart from all those issues, the film's actually, I think it stands on its own two feet quite strong uh, as, a, as a slasher film. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I, d- I, didn't, I didn't dislike it. It was very, very, it was enjoyable. It was fun. Good laugh. Um, aye, it would be good fun. It would be good for like getting your own, like, if you got, if you get, if you're getting a group of friends together to watch horror movies, that's the kind of one you'd pick to put on, wouldn't it? Stuff, yeah. Stuff like we that. Should, we should get together and watch it, but every time the killer comes out, we've got to imagine uh, what movements he took from <laughs> movements of a peacock. <laughs> because I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Yeah. So that was Slumber Party Massacre, which I think has been your best pick for a long, long, long time. Yeah, I'll agree. You better keep it up. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, so we'll take a short break and then we'll be back to close out the show. I never knew my real parents. I was told by my caretakers that before I was born, my father passed away after a lengthy battle with lung cancer. It was only a week before the day of my birth. My mother had an extremely difficult delivery, and she died only one day after my birth. Even though I never knew my parents, I missed them with all my heart. I never got to know their voices, their lullabies, their touch, or their love. I grew up in the supervision of a foster home with many other children my age. Sometimes they would pick on me and hurt my feelings. The caretakers would not offer much support as they seemed not to understand. The only comfort I found in my empty life was Shrek. His films brought joy to my day and his merchandise brought material value to my life. On the day of my 12th birthday, I woke up, slipped on my Shrek 2 t-shirt, and walked downstairs. The other children gathered up to mock me as usual. They pointed fingers, mocking me, for the fact that I had no friends outside of the orphanage to come to my birthday party. You don't have any friends, began one of my bullies. Other than Shrek, of course. The children laughed. Even an idiot like you should know that Shrek is Drek. I didn't eat cake, play games, or laugh with my pals. I simply went upstairs to my room and wrote in my diary. May 18th, I wrote in the corner of the page. I've been surrounded by people all day, but I've never felt more alone. I put the pen down and closed the book. I took a deep breath and was surprised to find my lungs filling with the scent of onions. I heard a soft, fatherly voice from the window of my room. You are never alone, said the voice. Not now, not ever. I turned my head and spotted a looming green figure. Shrek, I whispered, is that you? Aye, it is. I'm here for your birthday, laddie. My heart rose, a smile crossed my face. 
Really? Thank you, Shrek. This is the happiest day of my life, I told him, elated. Come with me, your presence downstairs, he said. I hopped up, took Shrek's hand, and rushed down the stairs. The children all looked at Shrek and I as we entered the room. What could the present be, I wondered. I was so excited. Shrek winked at me before crouching down and putting out his arms beside him, like an airplane. He began a cold sprint towards the group of children and allowed his arms to clothesline every single one of them. I could hear the snapping of necks and the satisfying wheezes of the air being knocked out of the lungs of the children. Shrek smiled and picked up the surviving children by their hair until he had them all in his grasp. With his free hand, he unbuttoned his pants and let his thick, pungent cock spring into the crisp air. With one overhand swing, he impaled all of the children on his cock effortlessly. He fucked all of their corpses until he finished with a torrent of steaming onion sauce. He tossed the children aside. No words were exchanged. My body, writhing with desire, seemed to read his mind. He looked me in the eye, and within an instant, I knew what I had to do. I give in to my basic primal urges and lunged at Shrek's still erect dick. Grunting and leaning down, I exposed my pale cheeks to the ogre and let him fill me. Inch by inch I was claimed. I bit my lips and began to cry as pain, pleasure, and love consumed my soul. Soon Shrek filled my bowels with another flash flood of musky fluid. He slipped me off his penis carried me to bed. I was exhausted, but satisfied. Shrek tucked me in, kissed my forehead, and headed for the window. Wait, Shrek, I said. Stay with me, please. I want you to be my daddy. Shrek chuckled and smiled. I am your father, lady. For all who truly believe in Shrek are my children. Shrek winked before hopping out of the window into the crisp night air. I close my eyes as I think of my last thought before drifting to sleep. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. So have you been watching anything else this week? Anything that maybe involves less tits? Um, I've been watching Love Island, which involves different kind of tits because they all act like <laughs> fucking tits. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I've not actually been watching anything. The Stranger Things has finished uh, since the last time we recorded. I've watched Slumber Party Massacre. I got that out of the way, but I don't think I've watched. I haven't actually watched anything new. I still haven't seen Midsummer yet. It's frustrating the life out of me. Wednesday is the is it's pinned on Wednesday that I'm going to go and get to see it. Um, it's just not on late enough after work. I think tomorrow, uh, all going well. Um, I think we're going to jump out to see Annabelle after Lauren finishes work, but then Wednesday we've both of us are off, so we're going to go like afternoon showing Midsummer, get it done. Because yeah. I would definitely go see Midsummer way before Annabelle. Yeah, I wouldn't it's even just, waste time. Uh, uh, no, I know it's just it's just because it's not on late enough. Like it's the latest show, the last show is on at ten past eight, and we don't finish work to quarter past. Then you need to 
actually get out on time and get down there and get in. So yeah. it it's, a, it's a long movie. If it started much later, yeah. then that, uh, you, that, you're better not working. Yeah, they, they put like Annabelle obviously has only got to be like a ninety minute run time, so they're putting that on at like nine o'clock. So there's enough time to get down after work to, to see that. So yeah. that's why that's tomorrow. But yeah, Midsummer is, is Wednesday, the day full day off. So yeah, yeah. Well, I seen Midsummer. I and I'll keep it totally spoiler free. I really enjoyed it. It's similar in ways, obviously in style, to Hereditary. Is, is it better or worse than Hereditary in your eyes? Uh, I think I need to watch it again. Right. Because I'm sure there's bits that it was such a kind of full package experience that I was quite engrossed in that I think I was maybe too engrossed and I've probably missed some wee things in the background that would maybe enhance it. Like, I mean, when I first watched Hereditary, I didn't like it because of those fucking stupid lassies yeah. uh, laughing. So I'd like to watch it again. Right now, I think Hereditary is a movie that I would rewatch more. Yeah. Midsummer's quite long. And I struggle to watch a movie over two hours that's not Quentin Tarantino. Right. Uh, or a, an old Japanese film. So, uh, I, don't know, I gave it a four and a half. I gave it a four, that's but it went to a four and a half. That's pretty good. So, but bear in mind, Hereditary was then like when I, I watched it again Hereditary became a five it was yeah. a fucking excellent film so Midsummer is still really good and I think it will get better but I still think Hereditary has more rewatch maybe maybe after watching the second time I might go back on all this and say Midsummer's way better yeah I'm just I'm really looking forward to seeing it yeah that's I'll keep it spoiler free don't want to ruin it for you and I saw The Dead Don't Die the new Jim Jarmusch one. Oh yeah, is it any good? Uh, it's. it's no, I liked it. There's it. no Zombieland or no Shaun of the Dead, that's for sure. It's like those two movies if you had really dry, deadpan, like super meta, self aware comedy. Like it's. There's bits in it where they reference the script. There's. There's so many references to old horror films, so it's quite fun that way because you go, oh, that's the car from such and such. Oh, they've mentioned that because of such and such. Mm. That's all quite interesting. I did enjoy it, but I can understand why there would be some people leaving that cinema going, what the fuck have I just watched? Right. It's it's a, it's weird and original and quite quirky, but I think if you're... Within the first 15 minutes... If you're not enjoying it, you'll not enjoy the rest of it. Right. Like, it is constant throughout, so... I liked it, though. Worth a watch. Yeah, um, that's on the last to go and see, so... And it's Bill Murray, Iggy Pop, RZA for Wu-Tang Clan, uh, there's so many people. I actually thought uh, Bill Skarsgård was in it, because there's a boy who looks the fucking spitting image of him, but apparently it's not. I will I remain to be convinced. I think he maybe just aren't allowed to use his name and they've given him a different name. <laughs> that that <laughs> makes sure sense. It's him <laughs> uh, and the guy from Get Out, see the brother? Uh, from Get Out? Yes. He's in it. He's good. Uh, Danny Glover is in it. Tom Waits is in it. It's such a fucking good cast. Chloe Savini, Tilda Swinton. It's, it's brilliant. It's not brilliant. I mean, the cast's brilliant. Yeah. The movie's The movie's decent. And I think that was it. That and the Bob Lazar thing. I watched that. And Slumber Party Massacre one and two. Yeah. I was just I'm just I'm just looking at the 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 cast. Uh that Larry Fessenden's in it. 
So he is. Yep. Perhaps the guy you thought looked like uh, Bill Skarsgård was maybe Austin Butler. That's the one. That is exactly who it is. Mm. How much does he look like Bill Skarsgård? Uh, zero. The fuck off. <laughs> he definitely does. Oh, that's a good cast, though. That is good. Yeah. It's good. There's weird, weird bits that are never explained, and I think that's quite fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I liked it. Again, I think when it comes out in Blu-ray, I would buy it. And I think I would enjoy it more upon a rewatch again because you would notice more stuff. Yeah. I've I've now accepted, realised and accepted that on first watching movies, I don't take in a lot of the stuff that's happening. On the first watch? Oh, yeah, on the first yeah. watch, I've got to, I've got to rewatch. If you, get, if you get a movie that can give you more on a second watch, then I think you've got a winner. Yeah, that's I can't wait to watch Slumber Party Massacre again. <laughs> And even the second one. Aye. I no, I'm looking forward to the second one. I think that'd be good, yeah. good fun. Yeah, it's still available on Amazon. Yeah. So. I'm going, I might I was thinking I might pick it for an episode, but I won't pick it for my next pick, that's for sure. I'll put a wee break yeah. in between. Yeah. I got I also was kinda of, well, I was stoned one night and I started watching Jeopardy on Netflix because they've got like all the old season premiers. Uh, in the Jeopardy game show and I am obsessed. <laughs> And then I even put it on last night with Lena and Lena's like, no, I'm going to bed. I went, no, just honestly watch this because this, in the first episode, every time this guy starts getting a question right, because the first two rounds he gets fuck all right. After that, every time he does it, he's like, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, and he's so fucking excited and he builds like tram cars and he's the, the dullest, was born guy, but you can tell he's so excited and he thinks he's the most exciting guy. And it's fascinating. And then we end up watching uh, four episodes. So Lena was late for bed because she then get engrossed in it. What a bizarre thing to be engrossed in. <laughs> it's so good though. Why the categories? The episode last night was ghosts, so it's like eh, I'll have ghosts for two hundred. <laughs> it's just questions about ghosts. <laughs> but I don't understand how they've got they do it. Like we didn't really have Jeopardy over here, so no. American listeners will be listening to us going, "Oh fucking hell, man!" It was like a staple. It's like yeah. we have countdown. Yeah. It was on every night. I don't understand how they just automatically know that they've got to answer the question what is such and such or who is or where is. Yeah, you answer, no, they give you the answer and you need to ask the question. Is that not how? I, but, I, but I don't, like, I'm doing it. So say it was who is, what is the, no. No, it would be like. Pre, it would be the, pre, the president whose initials are GW. I would go. George Washington or because I heard them saying what is what is George Washington I think I would get a point deducted for not saying who is George Washington you probably would I could would say who is this moron we've got on <laughs> but it's it, it's too quick I've not got time to, like I see the answer and go what Buzz I've not got time to think about how I should be wording this question I just want to say the answer that's that's the jeopardy part is it not I don't know, I've, I've still, <laughs> I'm about eight episodes in and I still don't understand why it's called Jeopardy. So you're still, you're still learning? Yeah. There was a woman in it, I think she was season two or three, or she got like 17 and a half grand, man, she blew everybody else out of the water. She was just getting fucking everything right and at the end she still risked the majority of it and I thought that is ballsy. That is a ballsy move. So I'm kind of obsessed with Jeopardy now. Mm. I hope somebody sends me like all 
just a hard drive full of all old episodes because Netflix only has the season premieres. So after that woman won all that money, I can't see if she won the next week because it then goes out of season three. Right. I need to know. I want. I want to see how she performed the rest of that season. Right. So if you're out there and you're American and you just so happen to have a Dropbox or a hard drive fully old Jeopardy episodes, <laughs> please, please send me it because it'd be like my birthday and Christmas all rolled into one. Maybe we'll try and get a, a Jeopardy board game then for our, for our live stream board game event that we're planning um, rather than an actual tabletop game. Just play Jeopardy. Well, that would be amazing. I'm going to practice so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who, what and where. <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back next week with episode 103, which is my pick. I, I've not picked it yet. But You've got probably. a lot of living up to do now. I have, I have. I'll, I'll give you that. 100 odd episodes in and finally you've... I'm not leaving the podcast miserable, <laughs> upset and angry at you. I'm actually leaving it slightly aroused and quite content with your choice. Yeah, that's I've uh, seen a whole bunch of tits will do it to you. <laughs> so hopefully I can actually pick a movie that is the movie I thought it is yeah the movie I think it is this is why I can't be on Jeopardy I can't speak <laughs> uh, so yeah I'll, I'll pick for 103 do you want to tell everyone where they can find us yes as always you can find us on your favourite podcast devices you can find us on Apple Podcasts you can find us on Spotify you can find us on SoundCloud. If you want to join in the social media chat and fun experiences that go on there, you search facebook.com forward slash fun experiences. Yeah, fun experiences. <laughs> facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Scott and Liam versus Evil. Find us on Twitter at Scott and Liam versus. Find us on Instagram at Scott and Liam versus Evil. You can also email detailed descriptions of why you love us to Scott and Liam versus Evil <laughs> at hotmail.com. Get involved. And as always, if you are listening, please take two seconds to rate and, rate and review our podcast. Uh, it, it does the world of good if we just see another couple of five stars bringing up. Then, if you're not going to vote, vote for, uh, rate five stars, uh, don't bother. Like I'm not being cheeky, just don't don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not being cheeky, but don't fucking touch that rating. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy that gave us one star and then yeah. we called him out for it went back and gave it five stars because yeah. he obviously had clicked the wrong star of course yes Don't that's be. fine if you if you rate one star by mistake it's okay just go back yeah. and change it instantly we'll, we'll and, let you uh, fix your mistake it's okay people make yeah. mistakes we're all human that's fine and see if you're if you live out with America and the United States and the United Kingdom go on and rate because we don't have ratings for any other country Unless we might have ratings in like Trinidad, uh, Trinidad and Tobago. I've just obviously not changed my iTunes to that to find out. <laughs> but if you've rated us in a different country, let us know so we can go and read it. Unless it's, again, less than five stars, then fuck you. Yes, that is that is the stance that I will hold. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you guys for episode 103. Bye. See you later. Every girl has to have a close circle of friends And I'm looking to make a few so you're requested to attend All you sluts are invited to come to my slumber party We'll stay up all night taking shots of Bacardi It's all starting right about eight In my ballroom of blood I hope you like the way I decorate I'm a little strange but don't be afraid The blood and gore is fake you should be able to relate Just stay give it a chance and I think we'll have fun We'll get naked and have a pillow fight Is that how it's done? We'll give each other facial treatments in a virgin blood bath Drink a little more. I want you to relax. Don't be timid, bitches. Let's get to know each other. Tell me all your secrets. Have you ever fucked your brother? I promise I won't tell. Give me the pornographic details. Truth or dare.
learn to tolerate a female Call me on the phone or send me a text Come to my party, but it's all pretend Fuck a bitch You wanna gossip, talk shit, suck a dick Fuck a bitch What? Fuck a bitch Call me on the phone or send me a text I can play nice, but it's all pretend Fuck a bitch You wanna gossip, talk shit, suck a dick Fuck a bitch What? Fuck a bitch Girls are still awake Making popcorn and watching movies I was like, what y'all watching again, hoes? They was like, you watching date movie? I was like, you fucking hoes should've known. Don't fuck around with me. I've got toe tags as party favors for my company. That's why it's overtime with an exacto match. She's really got two faces now. I made that hoe look nice. I'll lay her right with your